Good morning. When I was a youngster, one of the favourite toys for boys was Action Man. I remember my brother, who's eight years younger than me, having an Action Man. You could dress him up in all kinds of uniforms. And there were different Action Men. Action Man with gripping hands, Action Man with moving eyes, known as Hawkeyes. And an Action Man with a beard, because he was a sailor. And there was an endless array of weapons and accessories and vehicles that you could get. But he was not Action Man until you had dressed him up and looked the part. He became the all-action hero. Action men and women in films these days are the same. They must put the gear on to look the part. Rambo looked the part when he put on his bandana, laid ammo belts across his chest and put on a snarly face. But sometimes the hero in the film is the one that doesn't always get it right. The wimpy one, the comic one, the one from the wrong side of town. That's my kind of hero, the one that doesn't always get it right or looks right. The one who stands up against all the odds. I know that I don't always get it right, but I can be an action hero. God, in his infinite wisdom, knows that we don't always get things right. And yet he is prepared to equip us to do the right thing to help us become a local hero. How does he do this? By giving us a gift. And what is this gift? His armour, as it says right at the start of our reading today in verse 11. Put on the full armour of God. Not put on the armour of Paul or Simon or Andrew, but God's armour. This passage of scripture speaks of putting on the whole armour of God. We need to clothe ourselves with these garments that God has for us and offers us so that we can be soldiers for God wherever he leads us. What is amazing is that this armour is God's, not ours. It first belongs to him. We did not produce any part of it. All that has to be done on our part is the putting on. And when we do, we become protected from the fight. And it is a fight against the enemy. All we must do is get dressed. When I was at work, I had to put on my PPE, personal protective equipment, my steel toe cap boots, high-vis clothing, a hard hat, protective gloves, eye protection, and carry a card to say I was safe to work on the railway. I was given this to wear for my own good, for my safety, and it's the same with this armour that God wants to give us. It's for our own good. God knows that we shall face battles in our lives. But guess what? We don't have to physically fight. All we have to do is stand as a defence. The battle has already been won because Christ died for us and rose again in victory. All we have to do is stand with our armour on. How easy is that? Our Father has already provided all we need. He is the almighty loving God. Paul wrote about needing the armour of God to the church at Ephesus because of the persecution that they faced from the Roman Empire to prepare them in facing opposition. When he wrote about this, he was imprisoned, probably chained to a soldier who was charged with guarding him and so took the guard's uniform as his reference. Paul saw the belt around the soldier's waist The sword hung from it, 
providing him with quick access to his weapon, even in the dark. He knew where to reach his weapon. Paul tells us to fasten the belt of truth around our waist. Other people may guess and grope around in the dark, but Christians live confidently in the light because we know the truth. Paul saw the breastplate covering the chest, protecting the heart. In our case, the breastplate is not made of iron or bronze, but of righteousness. And what is this righteousness? It's goodness, honesty, integrity, morality, purity. A soldier with his breastplate on goes boldly into battle, full of confidence that his heart is protected. Righteousness allows us to stand upright before God and men. Paul saw the soldier's shoes and told us to put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. Shoes on our feet are a sign of readiness to perform our mission. The soldier with his boots off is at a disadvantage when the action starts. He can't perform his mission effectively. As Christians, we need to be ready to proclaim the gospel, ready on the spur of the moment to do that, to be sure-footed and keep from stumbling. We must know and understand the gospel. Paul saw the shield. The word he uses here is not a small round shield, <coughs> but the tall oblong shield that was designed for maximum defence. It was made of thick wood, so that when flaming arrows hit it, they sank deeply so that the flames were extinguished. Paul tells us to take the shield of faith, which will protect us from the fiery, hurtful darts that are fired at us. Paul saw the soldier's helmet and said, Take the helmet of salvation. The helmet is one of the most important pieces of a soldier's equipment. A small piece of shrapnel can do terrible damage if it strikes the head. A serious wound to an arm or leg at worst may require amputation, <clears throat> but a serious wound to the head has the potential of destroying who we are. The salvation offered by Christ protects who we are through every experience. <clears throat> Finally, Paul saw the soldier's sword and called us to, to take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The Bible is our sword the weapon that allows us to go on the offences against the enemy. When Jesus was tempted by Satan in the wilderness, he used words from Scripture to defend himself against each of Satan's temptations. We can do the same, but we must train with the Bible so that we are able to use it in the heat of battle. And then Paul tells us to pray at all times in the Spirit. He then told the Ephesians Christians to pray on his behalf. He was better prepared than most to resist temptation, but he understood that the forces of evil would single him out for special treatment. He understood that he could stand firmly only through the power of God, so he asked the Ephesian Christians to pray on his behalf. Prayer is our lifeline. God resupplies us with everything we need for our spiritual battles through prayer. In this passage from Ephesians, Paul tells us that we need constantly 
to be ready for battle against spiritual powers. Evil exists all around us. You just have to look at the news to see the evil that is happening around us. It doesn't go away just because we close our eyes to it. Facing the evil of our world can be frightening experience alone. But we are not alone. God is with us and gives us the means not only to defend ourselves, but to take the battle to the enemy. And we can win. So when you think of a soldier beat action man, a Roman soldier or a soldier of today, they have the equipment they need to do the task that is required of them. So a final question is, is, do we have the full set of equipment we need to be a good soldier for God? Are we prepared to stand up and be counted? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen.